Welcome to the Musa Stories Podcast, delivering short, compelling stories designed for children to discuss with their parents and for parents to discuss with their children. Okay, kids, Tayyara Yiddish Kindalach. It's time for Pasha's Akev. In Pasha's Akev, Moshe Rabbeinu tells the whole Jewish nation, all you Yiddin, listen now. We are now near the end of the Torah. What does Hashem want from you? After all said and done, what's the bottom line? And here's the answer. All Hashem really wants for you is to fear Him. He wants Yira. Hashem is asking you to be worried in your heart that you might do something wrong and for you to feel a tinge of positive mental stress when you go to do a mitzvah. Your mind should be turned on. Ask yourself, am I doing this mitzvah correctly? What could I do to improve this mitzvah? This is called Yira, fear of Hashem. This itself is a constant mitzvah, 24-7. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yirashamayim. If you are afraid of Hashem, all of the other mitzvahs will be easy. That's right. All you need to worry about is Yirashamayim. The rest of life, ah, leave it to Hashem. He controls everything else. Hakol bidei shomayim, chutz shomayim. Everything is in the hands of Hashem, except for fearing Hashem. Repeat after me. Hakol bidei shomayim, chutz miyiras shomayim. Every single thing in the world is controlled by Hashem. Like what you look like, how smart you are, how much money you have, which parents you have, will your toys break or not. There's only one thing in the world that Hashem doesn't control, and that's your behavior. Hashem does not decide how worried you will be from doing an Avera. And Hashem does not decide how careful you will be to do a mitzvah right. He doesn't force anyone to fear Him. You've got to force yourself. You know, the Gemara talks about Hashem's treasure room. You might have heard how kings have treasuries. What does a king keep in his treasury? Gold, silver, diamonds, rubies, precious jewelry, expensive cloth, chests of money and antique furniture, things that are valuable. Hashem is a king. What does he keep in his treasury? What does Hashem consider valuable? Gold? No, Hashem made the gold. Jewelry? Hashem made all of that. What is the one thing that Hashem did not make and he does not control? Now you're probably good guessing. Right. Your Yiras Shamayim. That's the only thing that Hashem can't make. Your fear of him. He can't get it himself. Hashem Kiviachal needs you to give him the fear. And when a Yid fears Hashem, oy, Hashem loves it. He cherishes it. He keeps it safe. It's so valuable. Yes, Yerushamayim. That's the only thing that Hashem has in his treasure house. Okay, kids, but now you ask, how do I get Yerushamayim? Well, there are many ways. But for this podcast, I'll tell you two easy ways to get Yerushamayim. And here comes the Musa story. It's from the Gemara. 
There was a Chacham from the Gemara named Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak. But when he was still a baby, someone told his mother, Your kid? He's going to grow up to be a Ganav. She said, Don't say that. Chas v'shalom. You don't know the future. They said, Oh, yes, we do. We are stargazers. Kids, stargazers are people who study the night sky and they look the way that the stars move and how they are grouped together. Galaxies and star clusters. Hashem really did put a chokhmah into the stars. Hashem makes things happen in the world by moving the stars. The stars are somehow connected to everything here on earth. There are trillions of different options. And it's one way that Hashem runs the world, using the stars. In the olden days, people, especially Goyim, they knew this Chachma, and they could tell what would happen. Yidin don't look. They trust Hashem. But Goyim, they don't have any God that's looking after them. So they try to look for ways to protect themselves. So they told the mother of the baby Nachman, the stars say your son will be a thief. He'll be a Ganav. Rav Nachman's mother did not want her son to do any Avera. Just in case these stargazers were right, Rav Nachman's mother knitted a yarmulke for her baby with strings that tie under his chin. She never left him with an uncovered head. And as Nachman grew up, his mother always reminded him, Nachman, cover your head so that the fear of doing something wrong will be upon you. Always keep your head covered, my Nachman. And beg Hashem for mercy that the Yetzirah should never touch you. Little Nachman did not understand what the big deal was about. Why was his mother repeating again and again, Nachman, Yamaka Nachman. But one day Nachman was sitting outside under his neighbor's palm tree, reviewing his Mishnayis, when suddenly a wind came and blew down his yarmulke. Oy vey, his head was now uncovered. Nachman looked up. At the top of the palm tree was a big, juicy cluster of dates. His Yetzirah overpowered him, and he climbed up the tree and chopped the cluster of dates off the tree with his teeth. So it happened. Nachman stole his neighbor's dates because he wasn't wearing a yarmulke. Now, kids, I don't know how it works. How does a cloth on your head help you fear Hashem? But it does. Everything the Gemara says is true. So wear a kippah, a kapal, a yarmulke, wherever you go. Even when you're playing sports, find a way to keep it on. Some people have bobby pins, Velcro, they have short haircuts for it, or large supol sports yarmulkes. Speaking of supol yarmulkes, my Choshevet Talmud by the name of Yehuda Lifshitz from South Africa once came to swim with my boys in our front yard pool. He swam with a yarmulke. It was huge and it stayed on tight. So let's say you're playing football and you're the wide receiver. There you go, out for a bomb. And you jump just before the end zone and you catch the ball. Just a few more steps and you score the winning touchdown. But your yarmulke fell off. Kids, think before it happens. You'll one day go to Shomayim. Your neshama will be standing at the gates of Gan Eden. Can I come in? The guards will ask, 
Well, what did you do good in your life? So you'll say, I made an amazing leap and caught the bomb and made the winning touchdown. The angels will say, uh, that's not amazing. No, sorry, go away. We don't give rewards for winning ball games here. But if you say, I froze still after I caught the football because I didn't want to run around with my head uncovered. I was scared to do that. The malachim will say, come on in to God Aiden. Now that's amazing. Now I'll tell you about another cloth that causes Yiras Shamayim. And that is clothing your skin. Except for your hands and your face, the more covered you are, the greater your Yetzahara will be under control. This is for girls and boys. You might be young right now, but as you grow older, get into the habit of hiding your body. You know, there was a time that people walked around without any clothes. Oram and Chava. That's because they didn't have a Yetzirah inside their bodies. But once they ate from the Yetzirah, the Yetzirah went inside of them and they suddenly needed to find clothes. The Torah says they went right away to look for some clothes to cover themselves. So again, cloth can give you Yiras Shamayim. And that's what Hashem loves. That's the only thing He asks of us. So I've told you two ways to acquire Yiras Shamayim. Cover your head and clothe your skin. And whenever you do, Hashem will cherish it inside His treasure room. For more stories, visit our website, MusaStories.com. And tell people about the podcast. Ve yati toy toy da, toy da zi.